Well, it's been a while since we put out our last ep, and we do recognize and acknowledge this. Excuses, sure, we could reel out a few, but let's just put it down to this one word and leave it at that. Life. (laughs) But enough of the excuses. Now, we are at uh, Common Man Central here, and of course, as always on every episode, joining me at Common Man HQ, we have a man who is bounding towards his naughty 40s. Welcome, 40. Hey, horse. Thank you. Yes, 40 is coming up very soon. 40 turning 40. Uh, It's got a nice ring to it. It really does. There's room in the club. I've been warming a seat for you. Yeah, thank you. I thought it's it's been, uh, it's about time I join uh, join your decade now, horse. Exactly. And just embrace it, you know? Yeah. 40s and, you know, 40s and 60. Yeah. Is it like, (laughs) you know, midlife crisis? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember when I was a kid and like my parents started turning 40, how old do you think it was? And yeah. now I'm like, I'm there. Exactly. <laughs> I actually have had similar thoughts. What was my dad? He was 40. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. it'll and, be fun. And now I'm there. I'm like, that was, they were so young. I just, yeah, had, exactly. no cl- just had no clue. <laughs> anyway, enough. I've got my I've got my Harley Davidson uh, coming soon. Uh, oh, that is m- midlife crisis. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, now it wouldn't be a podcast without the person who actually keeps us relevant to the youngsters, and that is Friendy. Welcome. Yes, guys. Uh, it's good to have not just uh, Gen X on, but Gen Y as well. So it's great to be here. Um, but horse, I do have to ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously 40s 40th is coming up and yes. as, as us youngins do these days we do birthday invites on Facebook and Mrs 40 uh, was needing to get some catering uh, numbers in uh, that she posted just a couple of days ago I just <laughs> yes. need to check have you clicked going to the party now friendy this is you actually showing your age because Facebook is is not, not yeah. what the youngsters are using mate um <laughs> I'm of the, I'm the generation that is still using Facebook and clinging on to that. So yes, I am one of those people that said going early on. Um, good, yeah, good. I'm not I'm not a Johnny O'Brien if that's what you're inferring. Yes. Well, I will just say because most of the people going to 40s birthday do listen to the podcast, and if yes. you haven't clicked going yet, here's your last reminder. Okay. Here's your reminder. That, that's a good uh, good uh, segue there. So you got on. Yeah, I think last I checked, there was still 18 sitting in the invite section. Yeah, I gave yeah, Johnny O'Brien a spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in purgatory, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> will they? Will they cross over? We're not sure. We'll find out. Well, Friendy's <laughs> brought the Vegemite, Forty's got the butter. So let's start toasting the sporting world. This month in sport. Yes, it's time for another This Month in Sport. And wow, for one of those rare times, we are actually recording on a day only hours after a massive, huge bombshell. So we're going to start today with tennis. And we're going to talk about, of course, the news that Ash Barty revealed today. At the age of 25, Barty's going to step away from tennis at the top of her game, following two years as number one and with three majors in the bag. Um, If you haven't watched her video where Casey Delacroix talks with her and interviews her through her retirement, it's very much uh, a watch that you need to do. It's 
first of all, I just I thought I'd put it out there, guys. What are what are your thoughts on this? And you know, what would you like to say? What is Ash's legacy as one of Australia's tennis greats? I think she'll go down as one of the Australian greats, of course. Like, there's no doubt. Uh, her said her dream was to win Wimbledon, and uh, once she done that, and then she the next one, obviously, to win the Australian Open, and I think once she'd achieved that, she's sort of like, I suppose, what what else? is there to achieve. Mm. Um, and I think when you lose that drive, uh, it's certainly a slippery slope um, to maintain, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice that needs to come in. I mean, I'm yeah. sad probably that she's retiring so early, but um, you know, she's so well loved, you know, obviously she's got a lot of other things planned that she wants to do and good on her for taking the courage to, to actually, you know, make a decision. Like it's, that takes a huge amount of courage. Oh, for sure. Know. For sure. Friendy, more to add? Yeah, I, I think there's nothing but respect for her. Uh, you know, the selfishness in any sports fan, you want to see the best, stay the best for as long as possible and win more Grand Slams. And obviously as an Aussie, we have uh, that extra bit of interest in wanting her to mm. continue to win more Grand Slams. But look, because of this short, I mean, she's only 25, because of this retirement, she she won't go down as the best Australian female tennis player because there have been some that have gone yes. on and done yes. more. But, I mean, the rumours are already swirling of what she does next. So, obviously, she's already been a professional cricketer, professional tennis player, and she does have that desire to potentially play suit up for the Richmond Tigers in the AFLW. She could go down as um, Australia's best ever sportswoman. Yep. So, I don't know what's left on the radar, but um, look, I hope it's not the complete end of tennis. I would love to see her make a return at some point, but look, I respect her. I reckon she's a great person and a great person for anyone to look up to. Well, she's yep. taking cross-code combat to another level, isn't she? It's just she herself. Is. She could cross-code <laughs> herself, couldn't she? <laughs> Who'd be better at tennis versus cricket? Ash Barty or Ash Barty. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Oh, champion. Now, I, and I do think I, I agree with both those sentiments. Um, you know, for someone to step out when they're at their top of their sport, the top of their game and the best in the world, it takes a bit of courage because you're doing it because you recognize you've lost that drive and, and that motivation that's, that's there. A lot of people would just keep going because the money's really good and they've, yeah. they've found a formula that's enough and they'll grind it out for the money side of things. And it shows that, you know, obviously Ash Barty at the heart of it, she's motivated for pure sporting reasons, which is also something that's worth celebrating. Now, I did think as soon as this occurred, it's not the first time that we've had some shocking sports retirements. I've got a, a fairly extensive list here, but I oh. know that, that you guys would have had a few that come to mind. So I thought maybe I'll let uh, 40, if you want to hit us with one first, Friendy, then you yep. hit us with one, and then I might go sure. through a couple. Yeah, so, I've got a few, but to hear you've got an extensive list. Oh, that's, I do. That's, I did uh, some research. Intriguing. That's that's how that's how I roll. <laughs> and there'll be a couple on there that you will not have picked. Oh, okay. Well, the obvious one is obviously Michael Jordan. Yes. Top of the list. Yeah. And Friendy, horse, you both would have had him on your list, surely. Oh, no obviously doubt. he came back, but that was a sh huge shock when he, when he obviously announced um, him finishing off basketball after nine seasons. Crazy. Yeah. Or and, 10 and seasons. when Michael retired, it was on the back of his father being murdered. There was a lot going on. And as we know, 
18 months or so later, he did return to yeah. the Chicago Bulls and went on to, to three championships in a row after he played, you know, half a season, he went on three full seasons, an absolute tear. And that would, yeah. that'd be number one on the list. Would you agree, Friendy? Oh yeah. And look, let's hope potentially maybe Ash follows in the same footsteps and comes back and wins a few more grand slams. Yeah. Who knows? Um, That's a selfishness but, coming out, isn't it? Yeah. You want, we want to just dominate. <laughs> correct. Um, you got yeah, one for us? Yeah, for me, it's probably not a well-known one, um, but Peter Matera, uh, West Coast Eagles, um, 29, years, that in there, 29 years of age, one of the greatest midfielders of all time. Uh, Destroyed us on 1992 grand final. I wasn't yep. going to bring it up, but now that you've said that, <laughs> yes. Uh, look, had five good years left in him, so Peter Matera should be on that list. Didn't he come back as Philip? <laughs> <laughs> Just thought he'll just crouch a little bit and be shorter, and no one will know that it's actually Peter just playing as Philip. Reincarnated, yeah, <laughs> true. He just went, yeah, a lot shorter. Dwarf-like. Yeah, now, now we do have a few footballers on the list. Uh, Gary Ablett senior, absolutely. February 1991. Uh, February 90, 1991. I'm going to say he was about 30 as well at that point in time yeah. when he retired for the first time. And yeah, and it ended up returning mid 1991. Um, yeah, it didn't take long. He's sort of back later that year, that season. Yeah, the previous year, Ablett had struggled with a bit of form, but he also had a lot of off field issues happening as well. And you know, it is interesting to note, similar to Michael Jordan, things it was always things happening off the field that had actually then influenced their motivation to play the game. Um, mm. and once those things had um, progressed, so to speak, that desire came back. Hey, let's keep it in the family. There's Nathan Ablett. That was a bit of a shock after three yep. seasons and a premiership before it even got to reaching his potential. He called it quits at the end of 2007. Yep. He also returned oh. 2011 for two games at the Gold Coast Suns. <laughs> yeah, that didn't last. No. <laughs> uh, um, I've got one horse yep. too. Please, a little bit of left field. Um, Clint Clysters going down the tennis tennis thing. Uh, yep. Obviously, started her professional career very young, and I'm not sure what age it was, but was it early mid twenties? It's quite quite young, and she was obviously, you know, had a lot left in her, and but wanted to obviously get married, have kids. Um, so she would be one that I I think she did. She Make came an appearance. She came back as Leighton Leighton Hewitt. Yeah, she. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, yeah. they were always the couple that I was like, if ever this is an indication <laughs> of how much you love yourself, you've found your opposite gender doppelganger, and you're going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, Kleist now. I did have another tennis player, Bjorn Borg. He retired. Yep. At- at the age of 26, after 11 slams, he was also anticipated to be um, probably the greatest Grand Slam winner if he'd continued on that trajectory. He, uh, after winning maybe three of the four majors in 1981, had a few, again, off-court issues and motivation problems for two years and retired at the age of 26. Um, so again, someone really at the top of their sport. 
We've got old Timmy Watson. Did you guys remember? Was that him? a shock though? Timmy Watson that wasn't the, uh... a shock. He was he was in the league for quite a long time though. Oh, he was a tremendous West Coast Eagles player. He well, that's the that's the thing. Tim Watson he started at the age of fifteen, so yes, he was going to be. He had been in there for fifteen years, but he retired at the age of thirty to pursue his uh, TV news career for two years, and then he came back and won a premiership with the Baby Bombers in nineteen ninety three. And as you pointed out, there, friendy. He did get selected by West Coast in the preseason draft in uh, 1992 and then refused to go and play for them. <laughs> they yeah, said, yeah. you just wasted a pick. Um, and um, I've got one. I've got one. Yep. Mag- Magic Johnson. That that would have to be an early one. His announcement, obviously, once 12 he, seasons uh, in after. Yeah, nine. I think it what five championship rings. And yep. I think... 12 seasons, mm. I think it was nine seasons. Nine, yeah, nine seasons he made the finals, which is pretty crazy. And then obviously having to announce his retirement, um, announcing that he had HIV. But yep. then he did come back. For the All-Star uh, game shortly. as well. So, but that would, that's pretty, yeah. He certainly had a lot left in him, I would suggest. Yep. I think we'll keep moving though. Just one final quick, Question: Will Ash? Will we see Ash in the sporting arena again? No doubt. You can 40? tell that she's a she's a competitive beast. She'll be back. Agree or disagree, Forty? Oh yeah, I think she's too young to not sort of have a crack at something. Yeah, especially because she's played cricket as well. And yeah, I think it 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 is certainly leaning that way. Maybe not straight away, but. I don't think too, not too far in the distance future. Now, moving on to cricket. I just really want to touch on cricket very briefly. Um, There are two things that I want to talk about cricket today. First of all, I'll just lead with the fact that this is a couple of weeks after Shane Warne has passed away. And we obviously recognize here at the common man that Shane Warne is one of the greatest Australian sports people of all time. And um, what a tragedy it was to lose him at such a young age. Uh, 52 uh, we probably want to dedicate a bit more of a segment or a mini episode or something along those lines to our warning memories so we don't want to go into too much detail today about that but we do want to acknowledge as we speak that we thought he was an absolute legend and he's going to be missed by all moving on australia are currently playing in pakistan at the moment we're in the third Boring. test you beat me to it <laughs> I wanted to know, are we in the middle of the most boring series of recent times? A dust bowl, slow run rates and no wickets. Forty, have you been watching any of it? I actually have watched bits and pieces, but I'm like, oh, this is just, there's nothing, there's nothing exciting happening. Like, I've been checking the score regularly, but yep. yeah, it's just bat for as long as you can, two days, and then the other team will bat for two days and then there's a draw. And we'll play out the draw. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, uninspiring cricket. It's actually quite disgraceful of the Pakistan um, groundsman or whoever yeah. is responsible for preparing those wickets. It's an absolute disgrace because, you know, you got two. What this has been, how long has it been since Australia has been in Pakistan? 25 years. And is there going to be any incentive to want to do a series back there? Probably not. No, no. I mean... I've just, I've actually just flicked to see what the scores are. Um, 
Yeah, one for okay. 171, I think. Was it? Yeah, now t- two for 214. Oh, wow, two weeks. But, you know, as our Ali has uh, scored 78 at a cracking, um, off a cracking 207 balls. <laughs> so if that's any indication, a strike rate of 37, that's that probably Fred- just sums up what it's been like. Freddie, you, you've got... Uh, you've played in Pakistan, haven't you, Freddie? <laughs> uh, once or twice back in the early nineties, um, you know, show back, show back to myself at a few little run-ins, but, um, yeah. Shahid Afridi. Yeah. How is that? Just, you know, uh, yeah. Busier than a one-armed bricklayer in Baghdad. You know, do you know <laughs> how I miss? Do you remember Danish Canaria from Pakistan? The, the leg spinner? Who? The, I can't remember him. The, oh, come on guys. You're not true cricket fans, are you? Oh, turn it up. Come on. It sounds like something out of water at. Oh, yeah, but, like but a Pakistani though, restaurant, I'll have the Danish canary chicken. <laughs> now, look, correct me if I'm wrong, but does Pakistan fall under like, uh, you know, same, like, should it be the same sort of pitches as Sri Lanka and India? They're just a little bit more Eastern, but similar. But like, are they supposed similar to be climate for sure? Or is it supposed to be pacement? Pit? Like, what, what's it supposed to be? Because that, like, it's, well, it's a just Batman's dry. Yeah, there's nothing. Just dry nothing. as bro. There's no life. No Smokeless. life at all. I, I mean, there's might there's a little bit of turn, but like, not not like uh, India. How is you um, know what? It's that boring. I reckon we've already given this too much airtime. <laughs> I was going to say, how is the the attempted bounce up? Like, was it Cameron Green got someone LBW <laughs> with W? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably sums it up. Let's keep moving. On. Look, I'm going to hand it over to you, Forty. So we can chat a bit more about the NBA. Oh, yes. Great. NBA. Well, it is all happening in the NBA at the moment. We are coming to the pointy end of the season. And I think for me, uh, I want to throw to you boys and let's discuss and maybe mention one or two teams, but who's coming out of the East? Who's coming out of the West to play in the finals? And I want you to, I want you to give the pros and cons as to why um, last time we spoke horse, Chicago were sitting, I think, mm. up top, were they? Now, they've, yeah. they've fallen away a little bit. Um, they're still in the hunt, but um, not as strong as they were earlier in the season. Um, what are your picks, Horse, in terms of who you see? Well, I think the last couple of weeks have seen a couple of things occur. And the first one over in the West, obviously, Steph Curry's injury last week. Mm. Um I mean, I they lost to the Magic go. today. That is... Oh, turn it up. <laughs> He's diving for a ball. Nah, dog, dog. Oh, turn it up. You do the same thing. Actually, no, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marcus Smart did cop a, a little um, cheeky uh, comment from Steve Kerr if, about that. But if it was anybody else, if it was Otto Porter off the bench and the same thing happened, you wouldn't no even comment. be hearing about it. I know. Exactly. I, I oh, know it's it's purely because Steph is Steph a protected Curry. species um, yeah. and something happens to him or LeBron or one of those top echelon players, then it gets treated differently. So yeah, I didn't think there was any ill intent from Marcus Smart in the, when, when it occurred. Um, so it, I, that really, I think is going to greatly affect Golden State's chances. Uh, I think Phoenix is still, top of the pops in the West. They've still got Chris Paul to come back. Um, 
I don't. I don't it's a one horse race. Horse. I, I don't think Memphis have enough. Yeah, I like the pun. You do as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Memphis have enough uh, experience when it comes to playoffs to challenge Phoenix. Um, so I'm still going to say Phoenix come out on top. And you look, maybe uh, maybe someone like Denver comes through and gets through to the, the conference finals. But I think Phoenix is going to be the one at the end of the day. That's me for I the West. I might stop you there. Yep. We'll come back to the East. Um, Friendy, while we're talking about the West, what are your thoughts around the West? Well, I actually, um, yeah, look, the, the obvious choice with Steph Curry out is, um, is, is Phoenix. They've been the top all year long. But... I like that you just brought up Denver before because they're actually my little smoky to actually come out of the West. Um, I think but, uh, they having... still need they still need Porter and Murray to come back though. Like, without, but look, I, I think them? like having having insurance of like a Boogie Cousins who just comes up every now and then and just does some big things for them. Um, you got Jokic who does absolutely everything. I just think in a series, it's a completely different ball game. And, um, you know, anything can happen. And I just think they've been there long enough that they've now got a few experienced players that they know how to, you know, at least start to win some series. I just yep. think they could they could cause some havoc. Um, but, I mean, I know this sounds crazy and I love, I love LeBron, but I just don't think you can write him off. Uh, well, I'm, I'm writing him off. I'm writing him <laughs> off too. Well, let it be known here on the common man. Friendly has not written off the Lakers. Okay, he hasn't written off the the kid from Akron, the King. Yeah. <laughs> he does a big dunk on uh, Kevin Love the other oh, day. Oh, it was, it was absolutely it was huge. And well, um, we have to give him a shout out. Was it th- first person to thirty thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, ten thousand assists? Yep, amazing. Incredible. But if Phoenix, if Phoenix win the, uh, I would love to see Chris Paul win a championship. So maybe this yeah. is his. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is potentially the first season for, I don't know how long, where it kind of feels like there's really only one team coming out of the West. Um, it's been such a tight uh, Western Con. I mean, it's still a tight Western Conference, but from the upper echelon. Yeah. Now that obviously, as um, you said, horse Steph Curry has injured himself. I think once they've got a full team, Golden State certainly could be dangerous, but all roads lead to uh, Phoenix coming out of the West, I think. Um, I think Denver, um, I think a struggle still without Jamal Murray, but who knows? He may come back, start a playoffs friendly. Who knows? But uh, Utah, who knows with them? Mm-hmm. I just don't know whether they have quite enough. They're always thereabouts, aren't they? But, can they come out of the West? I think Phoenix for me as well, boys, are the yep. pick of the bunch. Um, East Conference. Now, this is a lot more exciting, I think, to talk about. There are any, I reckon, any one one from seven, to be honest. Um, and I say one from seven, maybe Brooklyn seven. Yeah. <laughs> They're not seven yet, but I, I think they will end up being seven um, in the playing tournament. Unfortunately, I think they will be playing in that. Yep. What are your boys' thoughts, uh, Horse? Uh, look, it is really a wide-open race. Yeah. Um, I'll put it down to two, I think. the Look, um, first of all, sorry, Miami, you are going to probably end top of the East, but uh, I think come push and shove, the Bucks are the team still. I know it's a safe pick, 
the Bucks are the team that are the defending champs, but they're defending champs for a reason. Lopez is back. They've got some depth. They know how to win now, and they'll take some confidence in that. And I'm still going to say he really can't. This is this is the uh, East equivalent to the Lakers saying you really can't discount Brooklyn if they put it all together and get everyone back at some point. Like They're absolute Benz, shambles, though, aren't they? Like, yeah. what's going on with Ben like he had a, a disc injury. yeah what's he been doing like this whole time has he been well 40 hey like, we don't want to maybe we don't want to ask that question how that. he yeah, herniated exactly. his disc yeah uh, good point <laughs> um well he is newly engaged isn't he he is yeah i was gonna say though when i did you did you guys watch the philly brooklyn game or any of that the other week Oh, I did uh, see some parts. Bits and pieces, yes. Brooklyn absolutely teared Philly a new one by yep. the end of the first period. It was over, and that yep. that is a Brooklyn that doesn't need Simmons to win because they they picked up a really handy shooter in Curry, yeah, and, and you know, and another big guy like yeah, they upgraded more than just one position. I think Brooklyn won that trade. To be honest, if Simmons yep. can come back and play. Yeah, even just at the same level as he was before, Brooklyn win that easily. Um, but there is the conundrum of Kyrie obviously not being able to play home games. And that's when they really fall apart. Yeah, but that could <laughs> so, change any, they any day. Yeah. Well, they've been saying that for a while and it, and it hasn't. And wouldn't you know it, just hours after recording the New York City mandate has been dropped and Kyrie Irving will be returning to home games. Arguably been the most interesting season of the last 10 years. It's, you know, honestly, you could name a team and, and they could come out of it. Um, I think, like, you can't write off Miami. Uh, the Jimmy Butler factor. Tyler Hero is a big-time player now. Um, you know, they, they've got a great squad. Bam. They're coached well. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Miami play Phoenix. That'd be fun. Milwaukee, obviously the reigning champs. Oh, look, I'd love to see Embiid just beast it. My thing is this: I, I actually reckon if Ben Simmons can come back, then I think Brooklyn are coming out of the East. Um, and and that's saying Brooklyn could still come out of the East with the team they got now. So I just think Ben would be the icing on the cake, and I'd love to see some Aussies do well. But horse, I really feel like. Ford's left the East to last because he really wants to bring up one in particular team. And I'm glad we both haven't mentioned them because I'm sure he's about to bring them up. Look, if I was going to be, if I was going to, if I had to pick one team, I, I would really enjoy seeing Miami come out of it. I thought you were about to allude to the Celtics there. You said no, we, that, that you were going to say no, that. We're leaving it for you, Fordy. We're leaving no, it for no, you, look, Ford. I want to hear what you genuinely think because, I, I mean, you both think Miami and Milwaukee and obviously the top two teams and I mean, you can't go past Milwaukee as the previous champion. They've been, they're not even at peak. They're not peaking yet, which, yeah. you know, is a true sign of a, a championship team, um, knowing when to peak at the right time. And uh, I think they're going to be hard pressed. Uh, I just don't know why we're even giving Brooklyn, to be honest, much time. Yes, they have so much talent, but they can't put it together. And, uh, I just don't think this is their season. If they can next season, I reckon. Um, but I have to have to be a bit of a homer, boys. And you know it was coming. But my boys Celtics, like, tell you what, if there's a team on the rise, 
uh, and proving that they have an absolute legitimate chance to come out of the East. It's got to be Boston Celtics have to be in that conversation. Their number one defense, uh, they are, have the best record in 2022. I'm talking East and West. And Tatum now is showing he's capable of being easily, you know, top five, 10 player in the whole league. He's a superstar and they're hitting shots. The chemistry is there. The, the, obviously the thing that always with the Celtics is just, do they have enough shooters? And um, Jalen Brown stepped up, you know, you've got a couple of the guys, Pritchard and Williams have, are starting to hit a lot of shots now who actually have what the highest field goal percentage um, in the league, but just don't take a huge amount of volume. So I think they're an absolute genuine chance to come out of the East. If can they I, stay can I tell you 40, why I think they can't because sure. you're right. They, they're definitely the form team right now. The issue I've always had with the Celtics is I just, there is that feeling of they're missing one player. And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying they're missing a big time player, but it's almost like they're missing a Kendall Seth Walker. Curry or a, or a Tyler a Hero Haywood. or a Campbell Walker. But like, <laughs> you know, you know it with I'll the take Gordon. <laughs> and I just, I just think in a set, a best of seven, it's a different ball game. You get a good look at teams, you scout them really well. All of a sudden, you shut down a, a Brown or you shut down a Tatum. And I just think over a seven game patch, I'm just not sure how many teams are going to be able to race can, to four wins. Can I uh, rebut that too? So when you come, if that's okay for any. Absolutely. <laughs> um, respectfully, I think in play, playoffs though too, the game slows down even more. And so for a team like Boston who has already the number one defense by quite a margin, actually, to be honest, there's not as much fast breaks. There's the, you got the whole team coming back in the backcourt five on five it's so hard to score and i agree with you there is that we do need that another sort of shooter um but right now they're you know just came out they just had a west coast trip and they were convincingly beating top teams denver golden state by over 20 points and i know it's regular season and playoffs um but if if i think if boston can stay healthy and they can keep playing like they are right now, um, I think that they can do enough to beat beat those teams. But you never know, is it? Playoffs is you know, unpredictable. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It is. There's a lot still to, to be played out. And I haven't even mentioned Chicago because, yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's calling it. He's calling hey, it already. Oh, look, we could win. With Alex Caruso is a chance. We could win four or five in a row now. We've got a, a few easier games, so easier yeah, than, than a, we've had. We've had a bit of a rough patch. You've had a tough stretch, and I think yep. losing Lonzo Ball has been really um, – it's really sort of you, – you covered it early, but, yeah, it's – I don't yep. know if he's going to be I'll even come back this season. It's uh, mm. looking doubtful. Yeah, will be the case. He's yeah, we got P. Will back, the pause back, okay. but um, yeah, we were comfortably accounted for by Milwaukee again. Yeah, today. So well, and today, whilst I'm editing, we've been smashed by the Pelicans. Anyway, well, I reckon that kind of wraps that up, horse. I'm looking forward to our next conversation because it will be probably the end of the regular season, maybe playing time season, maybe. We- Maybe we could talk about some of these awards that who we think should win those. So that'd be fun.
Yep. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Forty. I'm going to handball over to you, Friendy, who can have a, a little bit of a chat with us about the AFL. Well, lads, I just think uh, AFL has come at a good time. We've needed it back. Uh, There's it, just a buzz around the place when footy's back. Um, and I'll tell you what, if you're a uh, seasoned, uh, experienced tipper, uh, you'd be forgiven for potentially getting zero out of eight from last round because I'll tell you well, what. I got four. Of, well, there you go. Well done. Well done. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, there was uh, a lot of, I guess you would say, upsets. I mean, when was the last time Carlton won uh, a round one? There's a little, I actually don't know. It's been that long. And now round two, so 10 years in the making. So there's been some great results throughout the throughout the year. But I think what it, it's shaping up to be, I, I feel like early on, and I know it's only round one, but I feel like it's shaping up to be a really close uh, year. On the ladder, I think there'll be a, a lot of teams that are going to be there or thereabouts. Uh, but, lads, I think what would be great is there's nothing like early predictions. And I think for us, all I want is I want to see who you guys think after round one. Oh, you've seen enough footy. Yeah, Who certainly. is your prediction to win the whole thing? From round one, what you've seen, what's your prediction? Horse, I might throw it so- to you first. Yep. The well, evidence is just on round one. That's all we're talking about. That's right. It's yeah. round one. Correct. I mean, purely based on round one, certainly we'd have to go with the ladder as it stands at the moment. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that will have uh, Geelong well and truly clear with a percentage of 191 after taking Good care percentage. of the Bombers by 66 points. And really, it could what have been more as well. Oh, uh, they got a few cheapies near the end of the game. Oh, did not see that coming. I, I didn't see an 11 goal win to start the season um but we weren't the only winners obviously there were eight winners or nine winners sorry in the in the 18 games that were conducted during round one uh you'd think that you'd think that the blues probably were going to win the premiership as well based on their uh, supporters reactions it actually there i saw some clips afterwards and it reminded me very much of uh the new york um Reactions, yeah, <laughs> bing bong. When they beat, yeah, <laughs> they went berserk. Yeah, they didn't even win the series. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. Look, but obviously, I think um, it's still Melbourne's premiership to lose. That's a bit of a cop out. That's where I'm at. Forty. What are you thinking? Oh, yeah, demons all the way. They look too good. I think Geelong. Uh, obviously, you know, our team horse, but uh, the uh, questions around Geelong is the age. And you just look at some of the players from Melbourne have, they're not even in their prime. Petrarca, uh, Oliver, like mm. they look really yeah. good. Yeah. They, uh, the resemblance the, or the likening to the Geelong teams of 2007 onwards. Yeah. Very much there. Still just moving into their prime haven't reached it yep. yet what could they achieve yep. like oliver and petrarca one two punch mm. they are they are the top two yeah yeah um in in the league is in terms of a midfield combination you know yeah. Yeah. similar to ablett bartel back in yep. in the 2007 2008 prime time yeah, definitely. yep 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 cousins Chad. yep I think the obvious choice is to to get jump on the D's, but I think if if I if someone was to go different, I just reckon I know they lost round one, 
Um, but I just saw glimpses, and even though I was happy for Carlton to get Oh, up, I thought you were going to say West Coast. No, yeah, I thought you were coming there. <laughs> I'm not talking about them all year. Uh, oh, there we go. Well, they, didn't, they didn't play. Their waffle team played. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And we almost got up too. So um, I actually think don't sleep on Richmond, even though they lost round one. I just watched. I mean, Dusty Martin. Dusty's gassed. 24 hours later, we would find he'd stepped away from the club for personal issues. He list, uh, missed a lot of footy in the last year. Um, so I'm, I'm going to jump on Richmond to bounce back this year. So watch this space. Well, friendy, that was, uh, that was the AFL. I think similar to the NBA, we do have a few things that we can look at next time. Maybe put in some, uh, some Brownlow tips at a mid season point and things like that. But uh, man, and you were, you were right. You nailed it right from the start. The AFL has arrived at a good time. And it's good to be back. Well, now it's very exciting because I'm handing the baton back over to 40 for a special uh, new segment that to yet is to be titled. 40's got a few ideas. So tell us, what are we doing, 40? We, Friendy and I know nothing. Nothing. Well, this is um, 40's taken over here. And uh, the this is a bit of a new segment, a new idea. And... I'd like to say, I'd like to call it ponderings of a common man, but uh, we're, we're undecided on mm. that. Uh, really, horse is really undecided by that. So I just think we can come but, up with something snappier. <laughs> well, maybe as we discuss this, you know, as we go through this particular uh, discussion point, maybe some other names might pop up or maybe we can also throw it out to our listeners. Maybe like right about now, there'll just be a song that plays that I've made up. A little ditty about a common man. He was pondering as hard as he can. 40s pandemic. With the name oh, that I made up. That that would be a dog act. This is what 40, this is what happens when horse has all the editing power. <laughs> I know, I know. And just to our listeners, you know, me and Freddy, we, we get stitched up often by this. So <laughs> like I'm going to call these ponderings of a common man and hopefully the editor horse um, might or may not go with that. He didn't. So let me explain this conundrum. So it's a little bit of a similar take on the grill, but um, a little bit, little bit different. Now this doesn't necessarily have to do anything to do with sport. I know this is a sport podcast, but it doesn't have to. Um, Let's just say, you know, you're pondering and maybe Grandpa Jack's wedding speech goes for too long. Wait, wait, wait. Well, so I've already got a name. Okay. You're you interrupting, Horse. You said it's like the grill, but like Grandpa's there. We're getting a bit older in age. I think it just reminds me of uh, of that famous sitcom in the 90, 80s and 90s, those old women. What about the Golden Grill? <laughs> the Golden Grill. <laughs> the Golden Grills. <laughs> the Golden Grills. Yeah, the Golden Grills. <laughs> Look, that's an option. That's an option. Okay, it's certainly okay. an option. Continue. I like the option. I like the suggestion, horse. Like where your mind was going there. But let me come back. This is ponderings when maybe Grandpa Jack's wedding speech goes for too long. You know, your brain starts to wander and then you start to ponder. Or maybe you're in bumper to bumper traffic and the car's not going anywhere. The brain starts to wander and then you start to ponder. Okay? Yeah, maybe... I don't know. Maybe you're listening to this podcast 
and you're just doing something mundane, maybe you're out in the garden, whatever, I don't know, your brain starts to wander and then you start to ponder. So here's my question for you guys, for you to ponder. Now, sorry, I've started wondering. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, let me tell I'm you, more. Pondering. Let me I'm, tell you. I'm, on I'm, a global, I'm going to give you the question, all right? And okay, then you sorry. can start. Uh, uh, let me finish. Yeah, yep. this is taking a while because you're interrupting. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now, so the question is, is there more? This is something that I think about as a common man. Mm. Is there more wheels on the bus in the world? Or meal, is there more wheels or more doors? doors? Yep. on a global scale in the world. Now, we're talking like any sort of wheel. Now, any sort of door now, in the, the world. Just hurt my head. I've been asked this question already. Oh, it's it's trending at the moment. Hang on, let's just let's just go with with we've just heard it for the first time here, horse, all right? Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Ho- horse, come on. What are you, <laughs> you know, just because it's not your idea, horse? We may as well be looking at a dress and saying, do we see a blue dress or do we see a black dress? What? Because you, you don't have a, you know, because there's no right or wrong answer. This is, what do you there think? Is no, there is no right or wrong answer. To be fair, horse, to be fair horse, uh, 40's had this question ready to go for three months, but it's been three months since we've done our last podcast. So. He was the one who started the global trend of this question. <laughs> Correct. But I'm locking indoors, Ford. I'm locking indoors. What? Tell me, tell me a little bit more why well, you're locking indoors. I feel like, like, are, you, are we talking wheels? Like, are we talking skateboard wheels, rollerblade Every wheels? Every wheel in the world, little wheels in desks, in the actual in desk drawers. Oh. Yep. Think about it. Yeah, but, but you think got about doors, all you got the doors, 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 doors on cars. You got doors, doors on toy on cars. You got doors on the cupboards as well. Cupboard doors. Think how many I've doors got, are in your house. It's got to be doors. I'm locking in doors. They're locking in. There's, there's actually no answer to this question. Oh, what? really? Horse. That's a ripoff. We're just going to continue to ponder be. for the rest of, the, of our life. Hang on. Is there an answer? This, this is the point. No, no. This there is the is point. No. This is the point to... of ponderings of a common man. It doesn't necessarily mean there has to be a right or wrong. What is your right answer? What is what is your truth, horse? Will there <laughs> ever be a boy who can swim faster than a shark? But tell me, horse, what do you think? Wheels are you, are or you doors? A, are you a cup half full person or a cup half empty person, horse? What came first, the chicken or the egg? I'll answer your ponder with another ponder. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who invented what do you think, the, horse? Who invented the door? You can just pond off, horse. <laughs> Oh, if I'm locking, if I have to lock something in, I'm going to lock in wheels. Why? Why do you think that? I look around my house and I've got bikes, I've got skateboards, I've got multiple scooters, multiple cars. All of my drawers have little wheels inside them to get them rolling back and forth. Um, All of the shoes that I wear, they've got wheels in them because I bought them all from Dimmies in the nineties. They also they also glow when I when I um skate. Um, I've got rollerblades. I've got a wheelbarrow. So I'm going with wheels. That's See, and this is this is the beauty of the ponderings of a common man. 
To you, horse, it's wheels, but to friendy, it's doors. But I wouldn't be and, su- I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if it was doors. Well, that's it exactly. Because if you think in a, a uh, developing country, they don't probably have many doors in their houses, you know, because they don't. They wouldn't you know, have many cars not, either, would they? Well, they would have um, bikes and you know the yep. scooters and you know scooters, wheelbarrows. You know. Rickshaws, wheelbarrows. Get off the, the wheelbarrows, horse. They've got wheelbarrows. <laughs> they got one wheel on a wheelbarrow. Yep. <laughs> but they've at least got one. Yeah, correct, correct. Anyway, <laughs> uh, look, there's many ponderings that you could have, and uh, that was just one of them. And I thought, yeah, next time, maybe our listeners might like to put a suggestion in on what Let's they ponder, ponder about. I'm going. I'm Correct. going to create a great song for this. Frog in a ponder. <laughs> hey, hey, a horse. Could could I suggest something for the uh, the little the little jingle that you're going to do to this? Yep, it could be a long one. <laughs> no, I reckon. I re- <laughs> could I be reckon, the longest jingle I've ever created. I reckon. We'll go back over that. the. Go yes. back over the old shows that we've done and throw in all those great little one-liners that we use in Ford at the end of an episode and throw them all in there somehow. Well, that'll be the longest jingle you'll ever get. I know. <laughs> and you might hear it by 2024. Like, like chucking chuck in that time where Ford sat on his... What did he, what did he sit on? It? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ford. That's, That's it. A, certainly, Thanks. it's a different element. You bought... Yeah, no you bought to I us. appreciate it, Ford. And you yeah, know no, what? I'm sticking, I'm sticking with pondering with the common man. Thanks, Freddie. No, ponderings Thanks. of a common man. Ponderings of a Common Man. That's that's what I okay. thought. And you know what, Horst? It was actually your suggestion, that title. So, you know, maybe <laughs> that'll get you over one. <laughs> As was Frog in a Ponder. A little ditty about a common man. He was pondering as hard as he can. For his pandemic. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of another episode of La Common Man. Or as we know it, the common man. I'm going to leave you guys with one question to uh, to pose. I want. I'll, I was thinking during the week we should probably have a tally, a running tally of the number of people missing out on AFL games this year because of health and safety protocols. We've already started the season. West Coast had a couple. Sydney had a couple. Carlton's got a few. Just a couple. So, gee. Well, a couple of players. So what I want you to do, guys, I want you to just pick a number. And put it out there, and we'll see by the end of the season who has got the closest. Friendy, I gave you a heads up, so I want you to hit me with your number. Forty will follow with your number, and then I'll finish with mine. How's that sound? So we're talking the entire season. The entire season players. added up, okay. all players. Let's it's complete. How, how long are they out for? How long are they out for? One for week, protocol? just one week. One week. Okay. But I, would, but I, I mean the number look. of the number of times. That it happens yeah. that someone misses because of health and safety. I'm going to go it's with not the number of games they miss if they miss yeah. two. I'm going to go with 450 players. Whoa! Wow. That's, that's, would be. That's, and, the, and the reason why I've done that is how many rounds are there? Horse? 22. 22 rounds, right? Yep. So if you had 22 so, around, that would be around 400. 20 around would be 440. Yeah, that's what I've I've based it on. 
Okay. How many have we had out so far? Well, we've got two this week. What about like round one? We missed so many wrist rounds. Well, there'd one. be 20 from West Coast. We had the half our team out. I think you had about, was it five or something around there? I'll yeah, find out. The I'll put the figure together. I think I think in total there hasn't been more than 10 so yeah, far and there's gonna over be, the there's two gonna be some point. Well, we're actually at 10 for round two now, and we're about 15 overall. Point where 30 players are out in one round. There so is. I'm going with 400. I'm going with 440. Okay, 440. 440 for 40th. 440-40-40. This is my prediction. I was going to go 23, but I thought that might be a little bit low. Any <laughs> 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 suggestion? <laughs> uh, that's why I just wanted to clarify how many we've had so far. Yeah, I was going to go 23 in honor of the great man Shane Warm. So instead, I'm going to go 223. Is my prediction? Oh, why don't you go? Why don't you go for Richie Benno two two two? Well, that would. That's. I want to put 23 in there for Shane. Yeah, because he just said it's his tribute to Shane. <laughs> so that's my prediction. Well, I, would, I think that's possible. Yeah, I no, think I think that's, that's possible. Uh, I'm gonna possible. I'm gonna low ball it a bit more than I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say. Oh, no, actually, 220, about 10 around. By the time we hit winter, we really could be struggling. But um, let's go somewhere in between. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 300 then. I was originally yeah, going to say about good. 110, but now you've all convinced me to go higher. So we've got <laughs> you, you can't just go 300 horse. That's too yeah, that's, that's a, that's a 302. Yeah, 306. That's okay. Yeah, we've okay. got 230. 223. 223, sorry. 440 for 40th. 440 for 40th. 440 yep, for 40th. And then 306 for no apparent reason, other than just wanting to be Thanks again for joining us for another Common Man. Gee, we've had some fun, haven't we, Forty? Pondering ponders. Hey, Horse, just before we, we go, is yeah. it worth just doing a quick little shout-out to young Lenny Ogle? Oh, yes, of course. Very quickly, do you want to explain this? Thanks, Friendy. Well, I just love that. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can uh, epitomise the Common Man. And um, as we know, Lenny Ogle, who's just turned not there, the ripe old age of nine months, decided about a month ago, listening he wanted to listen to one of our podcasts, so what he did is he, he got into his mum's phone and played the podcast straight off Spotify. Like, if he can do it, anyone can do it. Anyone. 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 And on that note, thanks, anyone, for listening. Hopefully thanks, anyone, Lenny. anyone will join us again next on time. On you, Lenny. Thanks, on Lenny. Lenny. I'm looking at a um a new SUV. I'm thinking maybe a Ponda CRV.